everyone. Welcome to episode seven of our podcast. And today we're here with um, the Asian activists who are going to be telling us a little bit about their organization. So if you guys could introduce yourselves. Hi guys, I'm Angelina and I'm a junior in Texas from Asian Activists. Hey guys, I'm Adika, I'm from New Jersey and I am a writer for Asian Activists. Um, Hello everyone, my name is Naman and I'm um, I'm the researcher, the main researcher from my team and I'm from Virginia. Hi, I'm Jolene and I'm from California and I'm the graphic designer for Asian Activists. Great. Can one of you guys give a little bit of an overview of your organization, what you guys are doing, and just so everyone kind of knows what your mission is and things like that? Yeah, I can say that. So at Asian Activists, we're a group of teenagers from around the globe who advocate for Asian issues that we find go unheard of or require more attention towards. And we're all all really passionate about Asian activism as a whole. Is there like an issue or experience in particular that made you want to start this organization or just like in general? Oh yeah, for me personally, like growing up in the South, there's not really a lot of, there's not a large Asian community that I can like go back to whenever I feel lost. So like a lot of normalized racism towards Asian was directed towards me and I felt like an outcast. So when I saw that Asian activists were looking for people to join their team, I felt as though it was a great opportunity for me to use my voice and like my passion to communicate and like with other Asian teens who might feel the same way that I do. Um, Do either, do the rest of you guys have kind of a similar um, experience with the reason you guys wanted to become a part of this organization? Yeah, I guess I'll go. Um, so I think the like biggest thing for me is like New Jersey's pretty diverse. So I have a pretty different experience from Angelina. But I think for me, like I grew up in Edison, New Jersey, and there's a huge like brown population here. So I had like a huge sense of community. And also where I live now, I also have that com- community in school. And I think like, hmm, what's like a way we can translate that like to the internet where people might have a community online? And I think that was you know a big thing for me and why I wanted to join. Great. I'm similar with Mbika. Oh, sorry. Uh, so basically, I live in a pretty dominant like Asian community, and I just wanted to help other people in other areas of the world to understand more about different issues that aren't really highlighted in um, media today. Um, for me, like the area that I live in, um, it doesn't really have that many Asians, but like we're not a super minority. Like there are still Asians here. But I think the thing that really pushed me towards Asian activists was I'm Mongolian and I don't, personally, I don't know anyone else who's Mongolian in my area. I think like the closest area is like three hours away. So I just felt really passionate about sharing the things that affect my community because even though, um, you know, there are other Asians in my area, they don't face like the same types of things that like I would or like my family would. So that's, that's partially why I was like, I, I wanted to uh, participate in Asian activists. Is Instagram your organization's like main platform for broadcasting information? Yeah, we like a lot of us joined through TikTok because I know that's how like a lot of applicants found about found out about Asian activists. But we use Instagram to post like to post about topics that we find are really important and just promote with other Asian like Instagram communities. So we can grow as a whole and really bring attention to issues that we find need attention. 
So you guys mentioned TikTok. Was there like a specific video that blew up or was the account like um, viral or something like that? Um, it wasn't anything like super like extravagant or anything. It was just this like, it was just this girl and she was saying, you know, she was just speaking to the camera like over some music and she was just kind of saying like, oh, there's this organization. And if you're, it wasn't like exclusively like, oh, you have to be Asian to join, but it was like, oh, if you, if you want to, you know, spread awareness, like um, we've all emphasized like spread awareness about Asian issues and, you know, write or, you know, be a graphic designer. Um, this would be the platform for you. And that was basically just like this one TikTok and that's how I found it. And then I applied. That's great. We kind of had like a little bit of a similar experience. Um, so that's funny, but you guys have a considerable amount of followers on Instagram. So do you think that those can be mainly attributed to this TikTok? Um, well, for me personally, I found the account when it was like really new. I think it had about 100 followers, but one of their TikToks like went semi-viral. So it showed up on my For You page and that's how I found out about it. And I think like as a team, like once we found all our members is when we really started to grow because our passion kind of showed through. Mm -hmm. Why did you choose like Instagram as your main platform? Like why not create like a website or or something else? Yeah, like I've discussed this with other brand ambassadors at Asian Activists, but having a website, it can be tricky because like not a lot of us are really tech savvy in a way. And like having a website, depending on what kind of format you want, costs money. And since we're only a youth group right now, like we don't have the funds for that. And Instagram is just like such a widely used platform that we really feel as though we're able to connect with the generation that we're in just because of how like inclusive it is and how big it's grown. So what type of content do you guys pr produce and what does that look like for you guys, like the process of creating it? Um, most of our content is like purely informational like we don't really like like i'm the person who basically chooses it well i obviously discuss with the other team members but like we try not to do anything that's like super opinionated and we just try to stick to like the facts um and again like all our sources are just are very reliable um that's a, the, the, i would say like the main um type of thing we put out things we put out are just like informational posts like, nothing that's, like, too opinionated, I would say. So what is the process like? You you mentioned that you're the researcher and you come up with all the topics, but how do they, like, get onto Instagram? Um, you also – there's graphic designers here. How is, does that practice work – does that process work? Sorry. Um, so I'll, like, start with uh, a topic, and then I'll hand it over to Ambika. And um, to be honest, I don't really know, like, what the process is after – Jolene, because I know that she does the graphics, but, and, um, and Jolena posts it, but as, like, whatever the intricacies are in that process, I don't know, to be honest. Is the team only, oh, sorry. Oh, no, you can go. No, you, okay. you want to continue on the process, definitely. Um, basically, so it starts, since we're composed of a team of four people, like, Nauman kind of picks a topic and just is like, are you guys okay with this? Like, do you guys like posting about this? And then Amiga will take that information and she'll write about it and edit it, like, into a script in a way, which Jolene will then take and make really pretty canvas posts. And then basically she'll hand it off to me. I'll, like, take a look at it, make sure the, all the information is reliable, and just, like, make sure it's aesthetically pleasing to where I'll post it on Instagram and, like, just promote it to my community, like, my following and just on our, like, on our main Instagram 
what is it handle yeah mm-hmm. okay i see so it's basically like a huge um process coming together for this instagram post um are you guys the only people that are creating this or are there different groups also involved um like could you expand what you mean on that like you said that in this group Naman comes up with the idea and you from there it kind of you post it and whatever but um are you the only four that are working on producing content or are there other people also involved no there's about like I'm not sure how many teams but there's about 20 people total in the Asian activist team and they all work in groups like us Mm -hmm. composed of four people who post on different dates but like the process is still the same. It's just different people and different posting dates. I see. So it's like, it's a team. So you guys are the team and there's a few others also. Do you guys have plans of like expanding past Instagram? Um. So like, as I discussed with my Asian activist brand ambassadors, we're thinking of like maybe creating a website just depending on how many funds we can get because like it costs money and we just don't have the funds for that right now. But like, TikTok, we plan on posting, like, just videos talking about, like, Asian issues, similar to what we have on Instagram, just, like, it's a different way to retain the material, and also it could help us gain following if it does pop up on someone's For You page. Yeah, definitely. Have you guys gained, like, media attention for your account? Um, We've gotten, like, some reposts from, like, famous people, or well-known people in a way, like, for our Blasian Excellence post, we got someone from High School Musical to, like, comment on it. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it was really fun and really exciting for us. And just having, like, influencers out there who are, like, thank you for the work you do. It really means a lot to me that the youth is really speaking up on issues that we never heard about before. It really helps us going, like, keep going, and it keeps us motivated. That's great. So what do you feel like your impact has been so far through um, your work on Instagram creating this content? I think that, like, since this formed around the time where COVID really impacted the world, it really showed the normalized racism that people direct towards Asians. And it, like, to me, posting on Instagram kind of tells the world that, like, hey, we noticed this and we're not okay with it. So, like, it shows that we have a voice and we're not afraid to use it to, like, make sure that the generations that follow us don't have to grow up with, like, the racism that we did. And it just shows us that we do have, like, leadership like we have a voice and we're not afraid to use it to add on to angelina i think like i've had i've seen so many comments where it's like oh like i've never like like um naman said like she's mongolian and like she like like she said she doesn't have a lot of people in her community that are also mongolian and i've seen heard so many people in our comments being like oh wow i'm so like happy you made um a post about west asia like west asia doesn't get recognition and stuff like that so i think that like um like seeing those kind of comments makes me really like, you know, um, just like really happy and like, sh- like visibly see the impact of what we're making. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And like also because since we also found Asian activists through TikTok and it's a popular social media app, we want to help um, other youth of, like anywhere in the world, Mo- mainly our content is um, it's surrounding many of the issues that are happening today that are happening in other parts of the world. And we want, I guess, help um, share this information. Um, yeah. Okay, Sorry. so just kind of to conclude, is there anything like else you would like to tell um, our podcast about your organization or like 
what you guys want to um like continue to do with it to expand it if that's what you're looking for um to grow through like more people joining or what is that what what are you looking for and what do you hope to continue to do like as thankful as we are for our followers that was never the intention when we founded asian activists like i think i can't speak for everyone but for me it was an outlet to take all my like like when I always felt suppressed by society, I found that Asian activist was a great way to like let it out because it allowed me to speak my voice and know that people are hearing it and that people relate. So it really kept going. So like, again, as I said, I'm really grateful that people do appreciate that, do appreciate the content that we produce, but it was never our intention. And I think that's what really like makes us stand out is because like, I don't know how to say it. We're really thankful. We didn't mean it. And we're glad that people like what we produce yeah I definitely get that and it has shown through throughout this whole time that we've been speaking to you because you guys all seem very genuinely interested in what you're doing rather than doing it just because you have to or because you have this following now so that's really great to hear that you guys are actually um inspired to affect genuine change within your community and through this process of coming up with content which can help everyone and like I said before, have this large impact on um, other Asians and people that also are interested to educate themselves. Um, I did want to add that, like, although personally, I don't really have any control over, you know, what the organization decides to do um, later on. I do hope that we can hopefully move past, like, just Instagram in the future and um, possibly, you know, either fundraise or actually... um, like do something within our own communities because obviously like Instagram is like a good outlet for just like putting out information um, because some people, you know, they don't really check anything else. Uh, For a lot of people, social media is like their only um, news platform. But I do hope that in the future, our organization expands beyond um, just the realm of Instagram and into something um, hopefully more tangible. Yeah, I agree. Like our organization, SFB, our main platform is kind of also Instagram, but we also have a website where we um, like upload articles and stuff. And we're also working on like a fundraising aspect of it and also maybe like creating our own petitions for issues. Yeah, that's really cool. I think like something similar that a lot of youth groups like have is that they want to expand and they're able to once they have this like solidified idea So I think that's something that's really good to look out for, like just not in Asian activists, but across all youth groups. Yeah, I think it's really great that we're able to use Instagram as kind of like a starting point to kind of gain this um, like wide network of people that are genuinely interested. And obviously our generation is mostly on social media, so it's a great way to connect with other people um, around our age that feel the same way. So I think that's really great. And I think it's a great thing that, Um, us as organizations we are like using it to our advantage and then from there we're able to continue to affect genuine change and if that's through a website if that's through continued Instagram post or um, reaching out to different people politicians or whatnot it it definitely means something and for that to have to come from Instagram is really cool I think yeah, I think, like, as Naman said before, Instagram, like, is really used. I know, like, for me personally, that's where I get a lot of, like, like, that's where I receive a lot of my news, like, as a starting point, and it really gets me engaged to figure out, like, 
what's going on with issues around the world. Just because people know that on Instagram, if they post something, someone will see it and someone will like look into it. So I think that's a really good point that you guys made. Mm -hmm. And also when you guys talked about like the aesthetic part of it, that's definitely, I think, also a big part. And it's um, something great that you guys are doing. Like your theme is phenomenal on your Instagram. And um, I know that's one thing that also is like attracting so many people to it because like they see what you can make out of like, you don't just have to, I think this is also a really important part. It's like sometimes people find that like research isn't fun, like reading just boring articles, but like making them into aesthetic graphics like you guys have on your Instagram makes learning much more fun and it makes people more interested to become educated rather than having to like sit down and read boring articles and things like that. So I think that's a great way to really engage the youth. Yeah, like I think Jolene can add on to this, but me and her, we discuss how do, how do we make this post like reach as many people as possible? Because I know like something that a lot of people struggle with is sometimes they can't read the like the things we put out because of visual impurities. So that's something that we always look out for is like we want to we always strive to be inclusive. And that also means like physical disabilities as well. So that's something we always look out for, like not only that, but also to make it aesthetically pleasing because when something looks nice, you want to look at it and you like want to look into it. Yeah, so most of the people, um, the designers and Asian activists, we all talk to each other about like the theme and to make it look nice because we know that like Gen Z, we tend to like look at the things that we like more than just like a bunch of words on the screen. So we try to make it appealing and it also short and concise so that everyone can read since we have like short attention spans and um yeah and it kind of connects us as a community in a way because reading these and you can see like there's so many people that can relate to you you create like friendships and also like the whole entire asian activist team we all we come from different states and different parts of the world and we have different backgrounds but we all were able to join in this one Instagram um, account and we were able to make more um, content that anyone can read and it's there forever well all the information we have so anyone can read it and I just think it's really it's really inspiring for other people when they read our stuff and they can make an impact on the world yeah going back to what Jolene said I think that because I know a lot of the older generation just kind of has like research papers and it's really informative and it's really great that they're posting that. But I think having like when we use Canva on Instagram, it allows us to put our own personal touch. And I think that's what makes us different from other people is that we're able to like put our personality into the things we post. And like, it's all still very informative and very reliable, but I think the graphics just kind of make them pop out and make other people attracted to them. Yeah, definitely. I'd have to say that probably one thing that like most other organizations don't have is that sense of like engaging the youth and like you said you're kind of accommodating people's physical disabilities which is great because the more inclusive an organization is the better and of course you can target a larger group of people um, just to kind of get your message across better so um, I think that we learned so much about your organization and we're truly, Emily and I are truly inspired by what you guys have done to kind of bring awareness to issues that may not have been otherwise. And definitely your Instagram posts and the process of doing so is 
great and it and the end product is always incredible as like even a quick look on your Instagram really just shows how much effort and like work is put into this and it has such a tangible effect which is really inspiring yeah thank you for that but So I guess we'll end out just by saying thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was great to learn about this organization. And if any of you guys would like to, um, of course, we'll mention you in our post or whatever. But if you guys would like to um, also mention your Instagram handle and would like to give a little bit of a conclusion. Um, I'm just really glad that I met like these group of people and they always get the research done. And it's really informative because a lot of the information I wouldn't personally find and because like reading the news and like current issues today it doesn't really um talk about um the issues in asia or asian american discrimination or any issues um that aren't like i guess politics and i just thought it was really great to have people that want to help and spread awareness to the community You guys should follow us at Asian Activists.